Welcome to another episode of the Tech Matters Podcast, sharing our vast business and development experience with developers like you, helping you to create better products, better businesses, and we hope a better you. Now, author and award-winning mobile innovator, your host, Stephen Feather. Tech Matters Episode 4, Everything I Needed to Know I Learned In. As developers, we work in an industry that seems to adjust and change daily. Today's best practices are tomorrow's taboos. The title for this week's episode is a play on words against Robert Fulgham's book, All I Really Needed to Know I Learned in Kindergarten. While a cute little book uh, expressing such humorous truths such as play fair, clean up your own mess, flush, it conveys a truly oversimplified view of life. To be successful, a developer must commit to becoming a lifetime learner. I thought I'd do a little uh, thought experiment here. And uh, when I was in kindergarten uh, back in 1977, I'll give you an idea of either how dumb I was or how old I am, one or the other. Um, to give you an example, in 1977, uh, the Apple II computer went on sale. Essentially, the Apple I had been nothing more than a, a simple circuit board, and the Apple II came out, uh, and at the age of five, and that meant nothing to me. But what was cool was, in 1977, the first shuttle test flight of the shuttle Enterprise was placed on the back of a giant jet, and they did test flights, and then they did test landing on sand, and then they had their test landing on concrete. And that was a big deal because for me, as a child, spaceflight was essentially strapping a man onto a giant missile and launching him into space. Now with the shuttle, it looked so much more like an airplane, and it opened the mind of a child. We were going to visit the moon again, we were going to see space, and it was just like being on an airplane. We still strapped you to the side of two missiles, but you looked cooler. Also in 1977, the World Trade Center was completed in New York City. An absolutely beautiful building. And every time you looked at the television and they were talking about something that went on in New York, you could see in the background that beautiful landscape. And there, there in the background was the World Trade Center. So let's move on a couple of years and we get to middle school. But let's say about 1983. Three, without betraying too many years here. Up until that point, in the United States, only men have ever flown into space. But in 1983, an astronaut by the name of Sally Ride became the first American woman to ride into space, and that was aboard the Shuttle Challenger. It was an amazing, amazing thing that occurred, because it changed who we saw as astronauts. And there was that Challenger still absolutely gorgeous. We were ahead of the Russians. We had more flight time. ARPANET, the military network, decided to change their base protocol and started using something called IP, 
And this opened up the idea of a thing called the Internet. IBM released the IBM PCXT, basically a computer, one of the first, designed for small business and a home market. Now, granted, a home market for folks who had a lot of money at the time in 1983. And if you were going to be a programmer, you probably already knew that Fortran and COBOL, those were the languages you should have known, and the new stuff, BASIC and Assembler. If you were going to be working on that IBM PC, you needed to learn new languages. So we move on to high school, 1986. And I'd flown on airplanes before, I traveled on buses, and everybody smoked. 1986, smoking is banned on all public transportation in the United States. Well, that's a change. You used to have to sit inside of an airplane, suck down smoke. And in 1986, the Space Shuttle Challenger exploded on liftoff. That was a change. That was something new. We hadn't seen a major disaster in a long time in the shuttle program. Space travel had been safe. And now it wasn't. Something had changed. If I had relied on my knowledge base and what I believed as a kindergartner in 1977, space travel would always be safe. It would always look like an airplane. And one day I might be able to go. If I believed what I knew about computers in 1977, only the Apple II was the small computer. All the other computers were giant room-filled things, and they'd never be in your home. If I believed what I knew in middle school about computers, computers would always sit on your desk. But in 1986, IBM released the PC convertible, the first, and I wish you could see the air quotes, laptop. I can tell you you wouldn't want the PC convertible sitting on your lap very long. It was more portable than it was laptop. Nineteen eighty nine, my first year in college, gasoline was ninety six cents a gallon. As a child, in the 70s, during the gas crisis, gasoline was nowhere near 96 cents a gallon. And as I grew up through middle school, the price on the pump went from what used to be two-digit stories to three digits, and it kept rising and rising. Gasoline was always going to be more expensive. That was the trend I saw as a child. And then in 1989, gasoline was only 96 cents. If I had taken what I knew as a kindergartner, the United States would always be at war at Russia. Free enterprise versus communism. And then in 1989, something spectacular happened. The Berlin Wall was torn down. Families that had been separated for years, reunited. Something had changed. 
1989, the U.S. government spent about $150 billion to bail out the savings and loan industry. Wow. Who would think that anybody would ever do something like that again? It had to have been a one-time thing. How could that kindergartner have known in 1977 that today the Russians are launching spacecraft on a semi-regular basis and the United States space program is stalled? If I had stopped learning languages when I left the university... Pascal and C, Fortran, COBOL, would have been the last four languages that I learned. Today, I work on three languages, JavaScript, Java, Objective-C, on a regular basis, that weren't even in existence when I left the university. Continuing education is vital to not only your marketability, but to your personal development. In today's age of technology, information is available all the time. You can log into iTunes and take classes from Harvard, Stanford, MIT, Penn State, Georgia Tech, universities from around the world from the comfort of your own home. Online sites like Khan Academy or Udemy offer courses not just in technology, but basket weaving, art, drawing, you name it. Whatever it is you want to learn, somebody has developed a course out there for you. I would encourage you this week to go register on Udemy or Khan Academy. And over the next 30 to 45 days, take a single course something that will benefit you either professionally or personally. It doesn't matter. It's the commitment that you are going to make to learn something new over the next month and a half. I want to thank you for listening. Please take the time to visit the forums at techmatters.fm and share your thoughts regarding this episode with us. 